Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag Utah Jazz. We just gotta get better every night. You know, we, we gotta come out with an edge to be great every night, to do it as a team. And, uh, you know, we know that there's gonna be some tough stretches at, at time, but we're gonna cut them short. And, you know, and we learn from every game. We learn, we're still learning how to find our, our groove together. You know, every night, every night is a, is a different challenge for us to get better. That's Rudy Gobert after the Jazz beat the Grizzlies. They're learning the groove? Exactly. Hey, he needs to learn to shake his groove thing. Yuck. 720, let's hear it, huh? It's a musical Monday, and we need to certainly moon the, uh, mourn the death of Juice World. That we do. Lucid dreams. It was a hit. Only 21 with Juice World. Do you believe that? Very young. I think he actually knows who we're talking about. Yeah, it's Rapper Digest Fest. It doesn't have media. the O in the world, though. I don't get it. It doesn't matter now, I guess. Jazz and the Oklahoma City Thunder tonight. The Thunder going back-to-back. This is one of the friendlier stretches in the schedule, PK. Time to pile up some victories. This is a friendly, you say? It's a friendly stretch in the schedule. These games don't count? Hostile. They do count. Oh, Stay away from the soccer lingo. How do I? It's the world sport. I can't. No. It counts. It very much counts tonight. And the Thunder going back to back, and the Jazz are at home and rested. So, as Carl Malone used to say, no excuses when we put on this uniform. 7 o'clock tonight, Vivint Smart Home Arena. Pre-game at 6 here on The Zone. Hashtag NBA. Anthony Davis, there's that little jumper, which is season high, and he keeps adding to it. Very special to do something like that in front of this, these great fans, um, with a historical franchise, and my teammates, especially the way we've been playing. Um, it was nothing but you know, amazing. It's Anthony Davis after he scored 50 points, and the Lakers beat the Wolves 142 to 125. Lakers won, Clippers two. The Clippers also won. They beat the Wizards pretty easily, 135-119. So, Lakers won, Clippers two, all LA Western Conference final. Can anybody in the West upset it now as the Clippers are now, after the weekend, a half game in front of the Magic, uh, the Mavericks and a game up on the Rockets. They passed them, despite the fact they haven't had a lot of their guys here. Who hasn't had a lot of their guys? The Clippers. They had guys out. Kawhi Leonard's taking some games off. Paul George was obviously hurt at the start of the year. But nonetheless, here they sit in second place. Good. Second place? What the hell does that get you? Well, if the <laughs> Lakers and Clippers are the top two, I might irritate the rest of the West to have both L.A. teams just buying up stars and being really good. The Thunder, I mentioned the Jazz are playing them. Uh, the Thunder had uh, had a 12-point win over the Blazers. So uh, they're coming in on a uh, on a win, on a high note. They're a couple games under 500. they They're in a playoff spot here. The West not looking quite as solid through the middle. They're under 500 and yet in a playoff spot. Hmm. Usually that's something we reserve for Eastern Conference teams, but that's how it looks in the West right now. The Nuggets nightmare uh, Eastern road trip. It's not that it's a long one, but it... 
hasn't been particularly successful here. They've lost two or three on the trip, and they have uh, lost four of the last five games. Fire them all. Fire them all. Even the Joker. I Let's start with him. <laughs> Any interest in acquiring Kevin Love with your ball club? What do I have to give up? Three years, $90 million left on his deal. Cavs want draft assets or young talent. What do I have to give up? <laughs> draft assets or young talent. Again, so I give up 10 second-round picks, I'm in. <laughs> I have to give up first-round picks, I think twice. So, again, what do I have to give up? DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Utah State needed OT. Fresno with a dramatic buzzer-beating three to force the extra session. But then the Aggies take over. 25th-ranked Utah State improved to 9-1 over the weekend. Sam Merrill, 24 points. Who's going to battle with them in the Mountain West? Who do you like? I haven't paid attention. I guess it would be San Diego State. BYU thrashing UNLV. My guess not UNLV. 83-50, the final score. The Cougars just lighten the Rebels up at the Vivint Smart Home Arena on Saturday. DJ and PK. Hashtag Utah. I don't know if I was really surprised or not. I think all year I've let the process work. I have great respect for uh, folks in that committee. Some are personal friends of mine. I know how hard they work. I noticed that we were one spot away, and you know that just shows you how close we are as a program. You know, we've won the South two years in a row. We were living in the in the top ten for the last uh, three or four weeks. So we know, you know, that we're that we're this close to, to reaching uh, all our goals. But again, I think the chance to go out and, and, and win a twelfth game, coming off a, a nine win season last year in our ninth season in the Pac-12. There is a lot to be really excited about. Utah Athletic Director Mark Harlan. The Utes missing out on the New Year's Six Bowl. Penn State passed the Utes, got to the 10th spot, and got the spot in the Cotton Bowl against Memphis. The Utes are 11 headed to the Alamo Bowl. PK, do you find any room for much disappointment over that news when you were in Santa Clara feeling the disappointment over the Pac-12 title game itself? No, I think the Cotton Bowl would have been disappointing too. So, I mean, I talked to Mark Harlan Friday night and we both agreed that it was most likely the, the Alamo Bowl. Not that I had any say in it. I mean, he just told me that's what it was going to be. I made my reservations to the Alamo Bowl in the third quarter. Before you talked to Mark, you already had an idea. Yeah, well, I got online. I saw there was one seat at the want-to-get-away price left. Sweet. So I made it. <laughs> Saved the company about 300 bucks in the process. There you go. Because I figured that's the way it was going to be. I, me personally, I don't think there's any difference between the Alamo and the cotton. What's the difference? I, I just don't see it. The cotton is some created. It's The bowl isn't created, but this New Year's Day 6 thing is like trophies in junior high. What's the, the huge difference is that they had an opportunity to possibly get in the playoff, and they played their worst game of the season. That That's what, that's that's what stings. 99.9% yeah. of the story. And, and the surprising thing, to me anyway, probably a lot of folk, is that they literally lost it in the trenches. I mean, there was some misnomer that Oregon was a passing team. I just never bought that. I told you before that, that the weather was going to have zero effect. And they can run the ball, and that's exactly what happened. They 239 yards. Verdell shocking over 200 yards, yeah. And it's they a got huge beat. total. It is, absolutely. And they got beat up front. 
and I didn't expect. Maybe you can lose the game up front a little bit, you know. They have some plays, but I think to the extent in which they lost the game up front was really a big-time surprise to me and a lot of folks. Not only did they have the ball run on them, but Moss got hit in the backfield multiple times, and Hundley was under pressure when he dropped back. It was just complete. It's not like, well, we were pretty good at this, but this over here gave us a problem. And they, they had problems run blocking and pass blocking. Yeah, and Kyle always speaks about that. If you get beat up front, that's the worst way. You know, the SC loss, you didn't get beat up front. They got a couple plays over the top is how you lost it. Here, you got beat. You got you got thoroughly beat in the manner that Kyle wants to win and hates to lose. And that's exactly what happened. You know, you look at the Devils beating Oregon. Oregon got beat over the top. So somehow that doesn't seem as manly. Some doesn't seem as tough. Doesn't seem as Whittingham-ish. But then on the opening drive, you got, it looks promising. You're across midfield. You're inside their 40. You got a third and one. You got a fourth and one. And Moss is getting hit in the backfield. Yeah. And right from the get-go. They couldn't gain yards, literally, when they needed them on those fourth downs. Moss had 100 yards rushing. hundred two big runs. Right. 42-yarder, the 33-yarder. There's 75 of them. And the rest of the time, averaging a couple yards a carry. Yeah. Not able to sustain drives on the ground the way you'd expect. DJ and PK. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Hashtag college football. College football playoff is set. Oklahoma needed OT, but they got their PK, and now they get LSU in the Peach Bowl. Clemson is actually a slight favorite over Ohio State, even though they're the three seed in the Fiesta Bowl. Think Oklahoma's going to be able to hang with LSU or no. was four always? There's three teams on one tier, and then whoever the fourth team was was always going to be in trouble. Yeah, I mean LSU just dismantled Georgia for sure. They look like, uh, you know, look like to me that it's probably going to be Ohio State and LSU and, uh, that, that matchup. But so that, that's the way I would go. Undefeated Big Ten versus undefeated SEC, and ought to be a few people getting behind that if that's the way that plays out. Cougars to Hawaii, Chris, uh, Christmas Eve against a UH team that'll be looking for their 10th win on the year. They hung there with Boise State for a while, and then the Broncos pull away and win 31-10. to One of the better UH teams, though. Hawaii much better than they've been in the past. Good old UH. Utah State and Kent State. It's going to be a handful of people in Frisco for that one, you'd think? A handful? A handful. Sure, but it's not about the people in the stands. About the young kids get another chance to play a football game. Aggies going for win number eight. What Kent difference State does it make how many people are in the stands? Who cares? Well, I mean, you were at the Cotton Bowl, right? I mean, you like a little bit of an atmosphere. It's about the kids, though, getting a chance to play another football game. I'm, I'm going to mock it because they're going to have low attendance. Who gives a crap? Weaver State and Montana Friday night chance for a rematch here. Weber State's only big sky loss was up at Montana and the Grizzlies got him pretty good. That was a blowout. So, Weber State now with a chance to get a little revenge in the quarterfinals. Friday night, 8 o'clock on ESPN2. New coaching hires, Lane Kiffin's back in the SEC, baby, at Ole Miss. 
And Georgia's O-line coach got the Arkansas job, and Appalachian State had a great year, and their coach gets hired away by Missouri. The carousel carries on, waiting for, uh, waiting for coaches to land in the Mountain West Conference now, with a third of the jobs open in that league. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. High snap. Wisnowski got it down. Robbie Gold's kick is good. Robbie Gold beats the New Orleans Saints at the gun. Brady, a long count here. Trying to give a hand signal to Edelman. Takes the snap. Chief spring pressure. Left side throw. It is broken up in the end zone. Broken up in the end zone. A quarter route to Edelman. Knocked down by Brashad Breland. Five yards deep in the end zone. The Chiefs hold on downs at the five-yard line. Chiefs beat the Patriots. Battle of division leaders. AFC title game rematch. New England almost coming up with a big rally. Their fans booing as the 21-game home win streak gets broken. They were furious at halftime. That went over pretty well. And the refs messing up a couple of plays. And New England coming up just short. It hasn't been a glorious second half of the season here for New England, especially for their offense. You buying them in the playoffs? Giving Belichick and Brady time to work their magic still? Or do you feel like it's just a matter of time till they get beat in the AFC this year? We might even have an AFC title game without them. Yeah, they don't seem to have the talent. Obviously, Gronkowski isn't there, so I'm not going to rule them out. But the regular season is showing there's some slippage. The team that keeps looking awesome here is the Baltimore Ravens. They have the uh, they have the grip on the one seed in the AFC. They beat the Bills, and they have uh, and you got to do it again in the playoffs. But in the regular season, the list of teams they've taken down is impressive. Three division leaders, two or three wild card teams, depending on how it shakes out. They just got the Bills. They've already got the Patriots, the Texans, the Niners, the Seahawks, uh, the Ravens. Awesome record and beating some of the best on the way to it. You also heard the end of uh, Niners Saints, 48-46. That was a track meet. Nine touchdown passes. It's like watching a college football game. That was way more wide open than most NFL games. Who cares about that? What did Taysom do? He contributed. Catch, a run, a block, something, anything? Do we need to institute a Taysom Hill watch each week for you, PK? Well, I don't understand. When he does something, the Twitter world goes nuts. Meanwhile, the... Onsa has a great play. You don't hear anything about it. <laughs> Good point. Jason Hill, five carries for 13 yards. He had a seven-yard run. Beautiful, man, the way he maneuvered that body of his. Unbelievable. Saints hurt by pass interference again on a long touchdown pass. Their, their defender got tugged to the ground. They got to be getting tired of being on the wrong end of bad pass interference. No calls. tugged to the ground. Yeah. Worst fake punt ever was your uh, sister at the Steelers-Cardinals game. Eight minutes left, Steelers up by 10, and they fake a punt in their own end of the field and just came up about 14 yards short. Two guys came in and just crushed the punter. That never had a chance. I think the worst one I saw was up in Boise with BYU. I'm with you on that one. Monday Night Football, Giants and Eagles tonight. If the Eagles win this, they tie the Cowboys for first place at 6-7 and seven in the NFC East. Four games left, and it's all inside the division now, including two with the uh, Giants. So it's really setting up for the Eagles here. See if they make a mess of it or if they 
get the win that they ought to get. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, Frank Dolce, our Ute Insider, analyst with his own sports network, is going to join us next. Barry Trammell, sports columnist for the Oklahoman. And NewsOK.com with Oklahoma getting into the playoff and the Thunder here to face the Jazz. Why not reconnect with Barry again? We'll talk with him coming up at 8.30. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.